An entitled creepy customer demands the phone number of my female coworker, stating that he's not leaving with his food until he gets her number and is able to hook up with her. And as a result of him refusing to leave our store, we had to call security just to escort this guy out of the building. And I've honestly never been more creeped out and more shocked by a customer in my life. Here's what happened. So this is another story from the world of customer service and Burger King. So our characters are myself, my coworker, who I will call Barbie, and the villain of this story, The Jerk. Now, let me start by saying I'm fine with people who can break the script on customer service on either side of the table, and I'm all for looking for love wherever you want. But when someone says no, they really do mean what they say. So to give some context, I was in charge of babysitting the newbies for the day as we just had a fresh crop of them whisk in. The rate of retention was low, and I was perhaps the only guy who had worked in all the areas at some point, so I had to train everyone. One newbie was by the name of Barbie. She was 16 years old and was as much of a Barbie girl as you can honestly get. Complete with a shiny blonde hair and the bubbly personality. She was on the register to my right when the entitled jerk came into our store. So she is busy taking his order when all of a sudden he decides to ask for her number. Now I'm sure that she is used to this as she just brushed it off and said I'm sorry but I'm seeing someone and then carries on with the conversation asking if he wants his meal to be large and that's when he makes a hugely inappropriate comment towards Barbie. And he only said this just to try and impress her with his vulgarity, which honestly was disturbing. But Barbie doesn't even miss a beat. She just says, okay, do you want any sides? I could tell that at this point she wasn't going to break from script, which was probably purely out of discomfort. At this point, I was finished with my customer, and so I turned my attention over to this guy. After Barbie asked if he wanted anything on the side, he looks at her and actually says, well, it depends. Can I have you on my side? and the sheer pure cringe was so uncomfortable for all of us except for him. She then looks at me and says, you may need to step in. While further saying that she's okay, but she kind of wants me close by. I told her that's no problem. And that's when this guy jumps in and says, oh, is this your boyfriend? And that's when Barbie responds by saying, no, that's not my boyfriend, but you're making me feel uncomfortable. You're like 10 years older than me and you're creeping on me. Now, when she said this, I think she was hoping he would just realize what he was doing and give up on being such a weirdo. But unfortunately, that did not happen, as this absolute jerk gets even more creepy, as he makes things so awkward and unbearable that we reach a level that I honestly did not expect. This entitled jerk looks at her and says, Honey, I'm your customer. This is part of customer service. So just give me your number and my order, and I'll come by later to pick you up. The sheer entitled attitude towards her was starting to annoy me and her, and that's when I stepped in to try and help my coworker out. I looked at him and I said, Sir, I'm just going to be blunt with you. I'm not going to allow her to deal with you any further. You're going to either finish your order with me and you can take it with you on the go or you can leave right now. Barbie quickly took a step back away from the cash register and let me take her place. The entitled jerk looks at me and says, Hey man, that's not cool. We're both guys here. No blocking me, man. He was actually angry because I wouldn't let him hit on her. I told Barbie to go into the kitchen and grab some water or something while I deal with this. I respond to him by saying, I honestly don't care what you think. Just because we're both guys, you are not entitled to make my front counter team uncomfortable. You have a right to order food from here for now, but if you continue with this behavior, I'll simply have you leave. And I told him this straight up, while also hoping that my stern voice was more than enough to get him to focus. But unfortunately, it was not. So this guy continues with his order for a moment, before redirecting his attention to Barbie, who had just popped her head out of the kitchen to see if she was in the clear, to try and come back up to her station. And 
that's when it clicked on him immediately when he noticed her. He said, why can't you just take my order and give me your number? All I want to do is get with you. And he literally shouted this across the kitchen. Barbie immediately scurried away as the manager on shift came out of the dry store after hearing the commotion. I immediately signaled them to call the security staff for the shopping center before turning back to the customer. I look at him and I say, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave now as I don't feel comfortable with you even being in the same place as my colleague. Now, please just get out. I'm now going to cancel off everything for your order and you won't be served any further by any colleague here. This guy then actually responds by saying, I'm not leaving until I get her number. Do you even know who I am? And he said this as if knowing who he was would change my opinion on him. No, I don't know who you are, but you're not harassing my colleague for her number just so you can act like some kind of big shot. You look closer to my age than hers. And so you should know that acting this way is incredibly inappropriate. I have no problems with a guy asking a girl for her number, but you've been creepy about it. And she said no. So guess what? That means she's not going to do it. But this guy responded by saying that no, when a girl says no, you just got to keep asking until she says yes. A moment later, security just walked in. The manager walked out to point out the customer who was still irate simply because he couldn't get a girl's number. I had already canceled his order on the cash register, but he was still refusing to leave until Barbie walked out here and gave him his number. Security just walked behind him and tapped him on the shoulder. They looked at him and said, sir, you'll have to come with us. And that's when this guy said, but she hasn't given me her number yet. It was at this point that the security guard looked him in the eyes and said, and guess what? She's not going to. You need to leave. With this, he finally admitted defeat and sulked away. Now, I don't know what made him think that he was so entitled to my coworker's number, but I'm just glad that he left finally. In my opinion, you can ask a girl out, but you can't harass her if she says no. When Barbie left that day, she was driven home by one of the female members of staff who finished at the same time. And she actually came back to her job as well. And I made sure that she was okay to keep working on the cash register before I put her back on them that day. I just needed to check. I might call her Barbie, but she is more of a boss Barbie, if anything. Good on her for not letting him shake her. Now, I'm a single bachelor myself, and I understand that flirting is okay, so long as you don't act like an entitled jerk and mistreat someone who is clearly not interested in you. And the way this guy was treating my coworker was absolutely creepy, and there's literally no good excuse for his behavior. Yeah, the entitled jerk of this story is absolutely ridiculous, and so completely out of line. I mean, this guy was hitting on someone that was very clearly much younger than him, so he literally has no business trying to hook up with someone like that. Not to mention the fact that she literally said, no, I'm not doing that. But this guy seriously would not give up trying to get her number. Like, how unbelievably gross and disgusting can you get? I mean, just reading through that, that made me feel uncomfortable. I can only imagine how Barbie felt when that was going on right in front of her. So for the sake of Barbie, I really hope that this guy's never allowed back in that store. His behavior is absolutely band-worthy in my opinion, and his creepy demeanor and the fact that he was trying to hook up with someone so much younger than him, all while standing in line to get some fast food, is incredibly cringy and incredibly creepy. And hopefully for the sake of everybody involved, this guy never comes back again. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. I found a picture of my girlfriend hugging a guy that I've never met on social media. And at this point, I'm assuming the worst and I'm not sure what to believe in this situation. And I honestly don't know what to do. My girlfriend and myself have been together from before COVID all the way up until now and things have been going well. We had lots of good times and little to no fights. This is the longest relationship I've ever had and I have started saving for the ring if you know what I 
mean. A few months ago, she told me she was going to visit her grandparents, who live a few hours north, for about three to four days, because they plan to renovate and sell their house soon. I trusted her completely, and I told her to go have fun there. But the day before she left, she said that she wanted to get her hair done and buy newer underwear because hers was old. A bit odd on the timing, I thought, but I covered the purchase for her, because I wanted her to buy something extra nice. We usually check in with each other in the morning and at night via text messaging every day. So I thought it was strange she didn't reply a few nights ago. And when I tried to call her in the morning, she missed the calls and said via text messaging that she was having dinner with her relatives. When she got back, she was upset that I was not understanding that she was with her relatives and I kept messaging her a lot. I apologized and told her that I just missed her a lot. Since then, the relationship felt somewhat cooler. We still sent messages to each other and she would say the usual good night, I love you and I miss you. But it just felt different. During Christmas and New Year, I had a family member fall seriously ill, so I had to fly there to support them. My beloved told me that she was spending New Year's with her parents, and we sent each other messages instead. Upon my return a few weeks later, she told me she missed me and loved me, and I felt happy and all was good. A few weeks go by, and I suddenly see a suggested friend on social media, and the picture has some guy as well as her. I clicked on the profile, hoping it was some guy she dated ages ago, but the most recent picture was posted on December 31st, and they were hugging. And when I scrolled to the next picture, it was posted days after she left to see her grandparents. I am so devastated right now. I don't even know what to do. This never happened to me before, and my mind is racing. I am supposed to meet her tomorrow, and I am ready to lose my mind over this. This is all so stressful, and I honestly don't know what to do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
my guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This definitely does not look good. It certainly looks like she's not being faithful and there's another guy in the picture. But I think overall, you could try and figure out what's going on before you talk to your girlfriend. Because going into that already being angry about the situation is not going to serve you in any way. And if anything, it's just going to make matters worse. So you could try reaching out to the guy himself and maybe being like, hey, how do you know my girlfriend? Or something along those lines. There is a small chance that maybe it's just a friend or maybe it's some kind of relative that you don't know about that just so happened to be at her grandparents' house when she was there. I personally think it's a very unwise decision to jump to some kind of conclusion without some kind of definitive evidence that either says yes or no to the question of whether or not she's cheating on you. But if you can try to come to this situation in a calm demeanor, you could just approach your girlfriend and ask her about the person that she's hugging in this picture. And honestly, how she responds will tell you a lot. But for the sake of you and your relationship, I really hope this is not some kind of secret relationship because you do not deserve that kind of treatment. And if that really is the case, then if I was in your shoes, I would definitely be reconsidering this relationship as well as going over my options, especially if the circumstances are worst case scenario. An entitled jerk at work steals my mug, even though it clearly has my name written on the front of it. And when I approach him asking for it back, he claims ignorance as if he didn't know that it was mine. So as a result, I embarrass him in front of the entire office, putting him in his place in a hilarious fashion. Here's what happened. So this happened 10 years ago, and all the names have been changed in the story. My name for this story is going to be Larissa. That's not my real name. So I used to work for a money exchange company with a front store and office in the heart of a city center. The store had four stories, and we would often host training sessions there. Because of this, we had company-branded mugs, and those of us in the store staff had our own mugs. I noticed that people would use my personal mug despite the amount of company mugs that were available. Now, I don't like sharing my mug with people, but I will share it with people that I'm close with, but I absolutely don't do that with people I don't know. I don't know their hygiene levels, and it stresses my inner germaphobe completely out. I remember seeing a visiting friend of staff drinking from my cup once, and in response, they just shrugged and said, oh, it's fine, it's clean, which was honestly super rude. And when that happened, I complained to one of my friends, who for my birthday made me a -a one-of-a-kind mug, especially for me. And this is all probably because she was tired of me complaining about my mug being used. So I bring my brand new mug into work, and I return my other generic one back home. So this way, there is no way anyone could mistake this as available for public use. I mean, I really thought my plan was foolproof, but boy was I wrong. This is about when Tom comes into play. This is not his real name. He's a blonde-haired man who's incredibly cocky, who had to be the loudest in the room, and was such an attention seeker. Those big, bruising buckle types, if you know what I mean. Always talking about how detail-oriented he was and all this other stuff. I came into the staff room one day, and it was incredibly crowded because we had some visitors. So I decided to step out and leave. Now, when I left, Tom was rifling through the cupboards. And at this point, we had all moved in-house staff mugs to a separate cupboard just to try and avoid this issue as it has caused some friction in the past. Also, there were about 30 company-branded ones that people could choose from. So there was no real good reason for anyone to use my personal mug. I returned again and I noticed that Tom had once again used my mug. Now, the staff room was quieter, but was still busy. 
maybe with about 10 people, including Tom and myself. And that's when the most awkward interaction of my life started to take place. I go up to Tom and I say to him, hey, are all the company mugs being used? And when he responded no, I asked him straight up, okay, so why are you using one of my personal mugs? That's when Tom said, it was the first mug that I grabbed. This was most likely a lie, by the way, but I couldn't prove it. I say to him, use one of the company mugs. The one you have in your hand is one of the personal ones that we bring from home specifically for that purpose. But Tom disagrees. He says, these are company cupboards, so I don't see what the issue is. I came in and I just grabbed a mug. So I looked at him and I said, okay, but we have company logo mugs for a reason. Use one of those and put that one back. And at this point, I was seriously getting frustrated. Tom looked at me with a cocky grin on his face, taking a sip from my mug and says, I don't know what your issue is. It's not like the mug has your name on it or anything like that. And right when he said that, I knew that I had him. I pointed at the mug and I said, well, actually, I think you will find that it does have my name on it. Tom didn't know what I meant, but I literally had to point out that my name is quite literally on the mug. It is my mug. So I point to the mug and in huge red lettering, it says the word Larissa, my first name. And this is where it got very interesting. One of my colleagues actually started to laugh. They know why I got that mug because it happened to me so many times before, hence my name being written completely on it. And it was at this point that this guy's face went red, like tomato red. And you could see him sweating from embarrassment, which serves him right for being such a condescending jerk. I look at him and I say, I'm not sure how you missed it, considering you are so detail oriented. The writing is huge and in red. So please just pour out your drink into another mug. I'd like a cup of tea and I want to use my mug. And you know what? I have never seen anyone pour a drink and hightail it out of there faster than the way he did. What made it worse is that afterwards, everybody in the company somehow found out and people started making jokes about hiding their stuff. They would do this because he would do this everywhere he went. He would drink someone's mug on purpose and claim it was an accident. I only found this out afterwards when the news of the incident did the rounds around the office. The fact is, his cockiness made me want to expose him. It also made him look like a complete idiot. But going forward, he only ever drunk from company logo mugs. But even then, it seems like someone always comes up to him and reminds him of this particular incident. That's really cool of the original poster for taking a stand and saying, you know what? That's my property. You really should not be drinking from it and I would really appreciate it if you would put it down. And that's well within their right. Like seriously, their name is written on it. It's very clearly not Tom, so he seriously should just put it down. But it definitely seems like this is a lesson learned for Tom. And maybe next time he'll look before he grabs someone else's property and tries to use it in a smug and cocky way. My entitled parents don't want to work anymore and are so demanding of my money and my time that I find myself having to pay their bills and support them financially. And I'm honestly so exhausted and I don't know what to do. So as the title says, I'm tired of my young adult divorced parents financially depending on me to pay their bills. My parents are terrible with money. They don't have any concern on saving it and will expend until the last dime. My dad barely works. He makes no money at all and never pays anyone back after loaning money, including me. Last week, he told me that he doesn't want to keep working for other people and asked if I could make a loan under my name so that he can start a business. Now, I'm not an idiot, so I told him straight away that no, I wouldn't be doing that. Keep in mind that I already paid for a lot of his bills under the promise that he would pay me back. And guess what? I never saw that money ever again. My mom had a part-time job last year, which was actually only 16 hours a week. She insisted to not live with my sister anymore, and she wanted to live by herself. I told her that she was not making enough money to pay for rent and expenses, and she proceeds to tell me that was 
her concern and that dad would help her out. I told her multiple times that relying on dad was extremely risky and she would not have the money to pay for her expenses. And the part that's really not a surprise is that she doesn't have that job anymore because when they had to renew her contract, she forgot to send the documentation in. My dad doesn't have any money to send her and I don't even know if he is working anymore. I have two jobs and I work my butt off. I'm getting old and I'm not aging well because of the stress and for not being able to take care of myself even. And even if I make good money, I hate the fact that I still need to financially help them every single month. My mother lost her job two months ago and she is still living by herself even after my sister told our mother to live with her. Not only that, my sister told me that our mother is involved with a married man. I mean, come on. I'm just so disappointed with them. I'm really, really struggling to understand where they're even coming from. I made a hard decision today and I said that for the last time I would help them out and as a result I ended up spending $3,000 just to help them. But after that I blocked their numbers and for the next six months I'm going to cut them out of my life. I just can't deal with this anymore. Now don't get me wrong. I care about them but right now it's just too complicated for me to deal with. Can I do anything else in this situation? What should I do? The fact that your parents are not willing to get up and get to work is honestly really disturbing. It's honorable to say that you don't want to work for other people, but at the same time, considering these people's work ethic, it is next to impossible to have these people ever come up and have their own business that they can run. Because sure, of course anybody would want their own business and their own financial freedom and to be their own boss. But at the end of the day, in my opinion, if you can't even work for somebody else, how on earth are you going to work for yourself? Like literally the skills transfer over. And if you haven't developed that kind of work ethic on your end, there's no way you starting a business is going to be any kind of antidote to fix your money problems. And it's really a shame that this kid has had to take care of their parents. You would think that people in their 50s would have taken the time to try and save up their money just so they can figure out what their retirement's going to be. But it looks like they didn't even do that. So good for this original poster for putting their foot down and saying, you know what, I'm going to go no contact for the next six months. This might be the best thing for everybody involved. And that way, hopefully your parents no longer have to depend on you and can get off their butts and get to work. Because in my opinion, it is not the responsibility of this original poster to financially take care of their parents, especially if their parents are just going to be lazy and try and leech off of their kid at every opportunity that they can get. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.